the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. 1280, The Patriot, WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Intelligent Radio, fueled by Lucky's Station. With SRN News, I'm Ron Durockstrom. President Trump has publicly denied using a vulgarity during a White House meeting this week, but he's reportedly been trying to explain his comments behind closed doors. President Trump has been privately defending his reportedly vulgar remarks disparaging Haiti and African countries. A confidant who spoke to the AP on condition of anonymity because he wasn't authorized to disclose a private conversation says the president maintains he was only expressing what many people think but won't say. Correspondent Ben Thomas. Dr. Bernice King, daughter of Martin Luther King Jr., says she hopes Mr. Trump will honor her father by respecting the MLK holiday on Monday. Meanwhile, in the wake of the devastating mudslides in Southern California this week, some good news. The huge wildfire that led to this week's debris flow in Montecito is finally 100% contained, according to Cal Fire officials. This is SRN News. Joe Walsh has a very simple immigration policy. You know my immigration policy. It's really pretty simple. Nobody should be in this country illegally. Nobody. Nobody. Did, Did you hear me? I said nobody. Nobody should be in this country illegally, and our borders should be secure, and that means a wall. That means build a wall. The Joe Walsh Radio Program, weeknights at 11 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Just after 2 o'clock here at AM 1280, The Patriot, good afternoon, glad to have you joining us here on a clear and cold Saturday afternoon. Three or four degrees will be our high today, but lots of sun out there, seven below tonight. Some snow for Sunday and about 14 degrees for the high. Warm up by thinking about the Aloha Talkers Hawaii Cruise. The trip's coming up in August. Join Gallagher, Hewitt, and Elder in Hawaii. Get all the details at am1280thepatriot.com. Mitch Berg and the Northern Alliance Radio Network continues next. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Berg. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The bright, shining spot of red in the sea of dingy, dismal institutional blue. The Northern Alliance Radio Network. Making talk radio great again. My name, Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info. This is the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Heard every Saturday uh, from 1 to 3. Brad Carlson, of course, back tomorrow from 2 to 3 p.m. Uh, here on AM 1280 The Patriot. Every Saturday morning, our good friend King Banyan does one of the best shows you will ever hear anywhere in the world on economics and all the subjects that tie into it on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. Together, the three of us, Brad King and I, are uh, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, which since 2004 has been crushing all before us in Twin Cities Weekend Talk Radio. And God willing, and with a tailwind, we'll continue to do the same. There's still so much to do out there, as we heard in talking with Senator Dave Osmek, and as we're seeing in dealing with this current flap over Donald Trump and his uh, remarks about which you you heard uh, other countries, which you heard about on the top of the hour news. Now, I don't know what Donald Trump said, and furthermore, either do you. Let's be honest. Whichever side you're on, you're hearing about these remarks secondhand through someone who is hostile to the president, Dick Durbin, being reported to people who are hostile to the president, the mainstream media, on behalf of a party that is hostile to the president, the Democrat Party, for whom Dick Durbin, the Democratic uh, conference in both chambers of, of the House and Senate, and the media all work one way or the other. I mean, the media are Democrats with bylines. They're the ones who are reporting what a Democrat with an elective office supposedly heard from Donald Trump, who they all hate unto the point of incontinence. I don't know what he said. Uh, a friend of mine who is a 
classic stereotype of everyone I would be up against, uh, a New York uh, reporter, uh, journalist, uh, said, yeah, well, he said, he said uh, Norway. He said we should be taking more, supposedly in this remark, he said we should be taking in more people from Norway. And when liberals hear Norway, they think, hey, that's full of white people. Nothing but white people. Blonde white people in Norway, even worse. Blonde, pale white people from Norway. So Donald Trump is saying we should have more blonde, pale white people from, from Norway in America. And, and they think, and, and who knows, maybe they're, maybe, I say maybe they're right. I mean, maybe the media actually leaked through Mirabile Dictu, the, the something that 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 Dick Turban, uh, Dick Dick Durbin, Turban Durbin, uh, said accurately. Maybe maybe they're actually right. Maybe Donald Trump, in his heart of hearts, really does believe that this country needs more white Northern European immigrants. Or maybe he hears what a conservative hears. Norwegians. Yeah, it's a fact. You're 80, 81% white. Uh, native Norwegians, uh, na- Norwegian-born uh, Norwegians are 81% of Norwegian extraction. Now, 19% are of immigrant extraction, many of them from North Africa, but that's that's a tangent. Most Norwegians, Swedes, Danes, Finns, Icelandics, Germans, Dutch, are one variety of, of Ang- white Anglo-Saxon or another. It's true. But there's something else. Norwegians are part of a liberal democracy. And when I say liberal democracy, I don't mean liberal as in Dick Durbin or Amy Klobuchar or Al Franken or or Keith Ellison. They're not liberal. They're progressive. Liberal, I'm using in the the generic sense of the term, in the the context that, in the same context that, that liberal means one person, one vote, individual rights, guilt until proven innocence, things that were radical and revolutionary 200 years ago and in vast parts of the world still are today. Uh, this is considered liberal. This is classical liberal, ergo modern conservative. Okay. Uh, and so, so Norwegians, Swedes, Danes believe in elected government. They believe in rights, the, the, the rights of man, different perhaps in different ways and some different rights than we in America believe. Uh, they don't have much of a Second Amendment, although the Danes have a tradition that comes somewhat close, actually, so do the Swiss. But they believe in, in due process. Uh, some of them believe in innocence until proven guilt, although in some European countries, I'm thinking Austria, maybe Germany, you're guilty until proven innocent. you got your work cut out for you from the moment you're arrested. Okay, different versions. I mean, there's, there's a reason that we rebelled against Europe. but But Norway is a country where someone from Norway comes to America, the idea of American democracy is not completely foreign to them. Likewise, someone comes here from the UK uh, and Germany and Poland since 1991, Italy, Spain since 1976, uh, France. Someone comes to America from any of those countries they they grew up in a society you can you know because they come from those countries that they grew up in a society that is largely similar to ours and that they are committed to some form of liberal democracy some idea of rule of people by people for people different degrees of it different philosophies leading to it different ages to it different provenance to that. For example, the Germans learned this, like the Japanese, learned this love of democracy because we went over there in tanks and airplanes and ships and (laughs) forced them to because, I don't know, all of that conquering and murdering and genociding wasn't sitting well with the rest of the world. God bless them for it. Uh, God bless us for it, I should say. But when, when, you, when you have an immigrant from a country that is that, that has a deep respect for the idea and a historical tradition of supporting the ideals that we as 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 
citizens of a democracy stand for, you know you're probably going to get a citizen that immigrants, uh, an immigrant citizen that believes in what this country really is about at the very root of things. And, and you're going to get that with a Norwegian, a Swede, a Dane, a Finn, a Paul. I, I mean, Norway, in the Norwegian Constitution of 1814, adopted many of the, the, the same rights of man that the United States Constitution had adopted just 40 years earlier, 40, 40, 38 years earlier. And, and the Polish Constitution adopted in the Republic of Krakow in the 1700s, before it was suppressed by the Russians and the Austro-Hungarians, had a lot of sympathies that were that were very much in line with what the United States was about. In fact, some of the Polish officers, uh, Kosciuszko and, and and Pulaski, who came to fight, uh, came to fight because they wanted to make sure that 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 idea of Polish freedom was was channeled in the same way that the idea of American freedom was. And and the I, that's one of the reasons that that, that Americans. And Poles, during the end of the Cold War, gelled so well together because there's so much about the Polish character, politically speaking, that, that, that attracts itself to liberal democracy with all of its warts and, and bumptiousness. Now, you're listening to me right now and you're thinking, if you're a progressive, you're thinking, yeah, but all those countries are white too. <laughs> I don't know why I have them giggling like that. I'm just, I'm just a rascal that way, I guess. But let me ask you to take a step back. If we want immigrants who are fundamentally sympathetic to liberal democracy, yeah, all those countries in Northwestern Europe, which, by the way, is the birthplace of respect for democracy, even though not all the countries practiced it, and, and we had to drag many of them to that, uh, still... Without that tradition, people wouldn't have moved to the United States, what became the United States, to, to have more of it in the first place. But then you look at some other countries that perhaps are newer to the game of liberal democracy. Like at Japan, right? They're, they're, they're committed liberal Democrats these days. Very similar to the Germans in a lot of ways. They're a lot more statist than Americans are, but... No one would accuse them of being sympathetic to tyrants anymore. The Republic of Korea, the South Koreans, they're they're committed Democrats these days. They have their own point of view about it, and they're pretty strident about it in some cases. But a South Korean that comes to America fits in politically, philosophically, maybe not socially or culturally yet, takes them to one, which is what America does. <laughs> we, we work on that. But they, but but they're neither white or Caucasian, nor are they hostile from their upbringing, from the society that bred them, to the idea of liberal democracy. Let's go a little further afield. How about Botswana? Now, even if you're a fairly educated person, you might have a hard time finding Botswana on a map. It's it's a country. It, uh, Terminator N, you know where Botswana is? No clue, to be honest. No clue. Do you know what continent it's on? Ooh, I'm going to say Asia. You're close. It's Africa. And it's okay because because I suspect an awful lot of people in the Minnesota State Legislature would have a hard time finding. I have a lot of, a lot of people at the University of Minnesota uh, would have a hard time finding Botswana unless they're geology majors, geography majors, uh, perhaps African studies majors. Um, it's it's a country that's on the northeastern border of South Africa, so it's way down in the southeastern part of Africa. It's a country about the size of Texas with about the same population as the Dakotas put together. Uh, it's relatively well off because it's got some natural resources. It's got diamonds. A lot of the world's diamonds now come from Botswana. Uh, but here's the deal. There's a lot of very wealthy countries where small oligarchies rule with an iron hand and, and hoard all the wealth unto themselves, most notably places like Venezuela, which is a phenomenally wealthy country, and at one point was really a first world country. I mean, they were not, they were not, they were one of the wealth, they are, should be, by all rights, the wealthiest country in South America. And up until about 1990-ish or so, 
They were knocking on the door of the first world. That wealth was, the free market was distributing that wealth slowly, but throughout Venezuelan society. And then the socialists took over. And now it is one of the most toxic banana republics in the world and is on the brink of starvation, even though they are as wealthy as any nation could wish to be. They have enough oil wealth, even with the oil prices down, if they weren't completely stupid, if their country wasn't morally, governmentally a complete outhouse, they should be as wealthy as North Dakota. 651-289-4488. We're going to continue this idea. Botswana is a liberal democracy with a free market. Why? We're going to link that up with Donald Trump's alleged statements. When we come back, go no, we'll be right back. Schnitker Law Office asks, do you trust the government to pay you everything required by law in an eminent domain situation? The state offered a landowner $100,000. Schnitker Law Office got the client $365,000 and most of the legal fees and costs paid. A county government offered a local auto shop $450,000 in an eminent domain issue. Schnitker Law Office helped the client win an actual award of $850,000. If you're losing land, losing access to your property, or being forced to move by the government, don't leave your money on the table. Call Schnitker Law Office to ensure you get every dime you deserve as required by law. The government has lawyers. You need one, too. So get someone who knows their tricks. Schnitker Law Office. Call today, 763-252-0114, or go online to mnlaw.net. That's mnlaw.net. Grab a cup of coffee and help Gallagher's Army at Lucky Station. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. You know Gallagher's Army provides financial assistance to the families of fallen officers when they need it most, as soon as a tragedy occurs. When you buy a cup of coffee at any Lucky's Station convenience store, they're going to make a donation to Gallagher's Army, the Fallen Officer Fund. There's a Lucky's Station store in every corner of the metro. Find them online at luckysstations.com. That's Lucky's with an S, stations with an S, dot com. Cups for cups from Lucky's Stations. Pro-life across America, the Billboard people. My dad says I'm his pride and joy. My mommy says I was her big surprise. My mom says I'm her best helper. I'm adopted. My dad says I was a gift. That's right, kids. Each of you are a miracle and a blessing from God. Hello, my name is Angie. I work with Pro-Life Across America. The Billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant and in need of confidential counseling, including alternatives to abortion or post-abortion assistance, please call Pro-Life Across America at 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. Please help support our life-saving outreach. A baby child is being 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most, right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call should you care to join me, and I hope you do. We're on Twitter on hashtag NARN, we're on Facebook at Northern Alliance Radio Network, and uh, well, let's just, I'm going to continue what we talked about. I mean, I was, I'm, I'm like two topics behind here now and on what my plans for the show are, and you can always tell when I am because I'll have songs picked out that are in tune with what I'd plan to be talking about this hour here, uh, this part of the hour, and I'm not quite there yet because this 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 thing that we're talking about, Donald Trump's reference to other countries as outhouses, I think is important. We have, we, we, we have, I mean, here's a fact. 
you look at sub-Saharan Africa, I mean, people point to Haiti, of course, a, a country that qualifies as an outhouse by any rational, uh, not only by any rational measure, but by the measure of the United States State Department, which uh, points out that, that, in fact, being Haitian is itself justification to be treated as a refugee because it's a horrible place. And it's a horrible place in part because it, it's it, it's an island that actively tries to kill you. I mean, it's worse than Australia. It's like every disease there on that island uh, it can kill you. It's, I mean, you're, several rounds of European attempts to settle the place ended when the diseases killed every single European on the island. It's a, it's a. But on the other hand, people do live there, and they are ruled by a government that's corrupt, frequently tyrannical, usually indistinguishable from a gang. And I mean that in the sense that street gangs rule by terror, by thuggery, by murderer, by by building networks of corruption and, and payoffs and graft. Uh, does it sound like any major American cities, you know, by the way? Does it sound like Chicago or Camden or Baltimore or St. Louis or, or Memphis or North Minneapolis or uh, you smell them while I'm cooking here? Chicago, Detroit. Flint, yeah, I, I mean, you're getting the same thing. And that's leading me to my larger point here, folks. Uh, so I was, I was going through an example of a country called Botswana, which most Americans don't know about. Uh, Donald Trump, of course, said we should have more immigrants from places like Norway. And, and to the left, that means white people. And who knows, maybe that's what Trump meant, although I sincerely doubt it. Uh, but but what I'm thinking it is, and even if whatever, it, regardless what Trump meant, the fact is we need immigrants to this country to be committed to the ideas of democracy. And for an example, I gave you the uh, the, the the country of Botswana. Now, most of sub-Saharan Africa is run and has been since the end of the colonial era, 50 years ago, by dictators, by by juntas, by military dictators, by single-party autocracies, who are always, every last one of them, corrupt. They always preside over immense poverty, even, even in cases where they have immense material wealth, like, for example, the Congo, or Zaire, whatever they're calling themselves this week, uh, potentially very wealthy places. Nigeria, another great example. Uh, an immense amount of oil wealth in Nigeria, probably more oil wealth than any place in Africa. They're a member of OPEC, and yet they're terminally impoverished. Uh, I mean, you go to their major city, Lagos, and it looks like it's an Acapulco barrio with 20 million people, and yet this is a phenomenally wealthy place. That's because it's so very, very corrupt. There is no free market. It's the market is controlled by an oligarchy, and that's the way it is. And 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 that, that makes themselves fabulously wealthy, and basically exists. The government exists to funnel money to the haves at the expense of the have-nots. It's the opposite of capitalism. It's the opposite of the free market. By the way, it doesn't even deserve to be called socialism. It's gang rule. And most of sub-Saharan Africa fits that, whether the, the rulers are uh, a single-party uh, autocracy or a military dictatorship or a civilian dictatorship like, like Zimbabwe or wherever. And in the middle of all this, you have Botswana. Again, tiny, well, large country in terms of land mass, size of Texas, small country in terms of people, about the same as both the Dakotas put together about a quarter of the population of Minnesota, for that matter. Uh, and yet you have a country that not even recently has been, since independence, a small-l democracy that's held rational elections, that's settled its differences in courts rather than by killing off the opposition, unlike the vast majority of South Saharan Africa and South America and Asia. And let's be honest, some parts of the United States... Uh, it, it's it's a place where a Botswanan, Botswanian, a Botswaner, someone from Botswana that moved to America, they may have trouble with the language. They may have trouble with the culture, possibly. But they're, but when it comes to how a society should be ruled, how how a society should rule itself, they're not foreigners. They're just like us.
And they're the people who should be letting into this country, people who have regard and respect for freedom, for individualism, for the free market. We need more of those in this country. Now, that's not what we're letting in, largely. We're letting in an awful lot of people from places where well, that, are, that might as well be ruled by the Bloods or the Crips or by MS-13 or by Los Reyes or the Mafia or the Yakuza, for that matter. It doesn't matter. Pick your gang of thugs. Thug rule, whether it's a street gang or a dictator, is the same thing all up and down, whether it's a street gang in Baltimore or whether it's the equivalent of a street gang running a country like, say, Belarus or Sierra Leone, Liberia, countries that, that are not uh, <laughs> countries that are not free and that have cultures full of people that don't really care that much about freedom. So, so was Donald Trump referring to having more white people come to this country? Or was he referring to having more people who have some concept of what America is supposed to be about coming to this country? I'm going to have a little bit of Pollyannish faith in my fellow human being and say it's B, saying that Donald Trump wants to see more people who respect American, the, 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 the political culture that America is supposed to be built around coming to this country. That's what I want to think. And furthermore, completely disregarding anything Donald Trump may have said, it's what I want to see. It's who I want to see coming to this country. Not white people. There are plenty of white people who need to be deported from this country. For example, anyone who teaches in a university program with the word studies at the end, they need to be sent to France or Sweden or, or, or North Korea or something. I'm being mostly facetious here. But we need people who have respect for freedom, for individualism, for the rule of law, for due process, for the idea that government governs by the consent of the governed, not by through the will of the powerful, which, by the way, is still what governs the vast majority of the world's people with the acquiescence of the vast majority of the world's people. Now, can someone come here from Honduras or Belarus or Sierra Leone or Burma or the People's Republic of China and have respect? For things that made America great and for what America is supposed to be? Yes, of course. We're, we're a country of people who moved from outhouses of countries to some extent. But it's not the physical the condition of the country that concerns me. The moral condition is what concerns me. If you're talking a country that whose firm belief is that all justice, all power, all right emanates down from the ruler... And they don't have a problem with that. I think a little education is needed before we start talking about coming up with a permanent union between the United States and them as a citizen. That's all I'm saying. Whatever their color are. As I've, as I, and that's my big takeaway here today. Someone from Botswana is every bit as much of an American in term, potential American in terms of attitude as someone from Norway. Notwithstanding the fact that they are very, very black. It's not what's on the outside that matters. It's what's in their heads. People who start out as Americans with respect for the ideals that this country is supposed to be about, it's not a huge stretch to say that they're going to make better Americans and make this country a better place. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. And if you're on the phone, hang on. We'll get to the phone calls after the break here. I'm going to leave some time for phone calls. I just want to remind you at all that uh, this year, one of our favorite events is so nice we're doing it twice. Uh, we've got not one but two Saturdays devoted to Holes for Heroes this year. Two weeks from today, we're going to be out, as usual, at Medicine Lake, talking with the folks from Holes for Heroes, doing the benefit for them that we enjoy doing every year, benefiting veterans, their families, uh, underserved inner-city youth. All sorts of people benefit from Holes for Heroes, which is just a wonderful program. And then we're going to take the show on the road. We're going to go East Side style. We're going to go up to White Bear Lake, and we're going to do the show there live from White Bear Lake, which... It's going to be fun because, of course, White Bear Lake is bouncing back from the dead. People saying it was inevitably going to drain itself out. It started coming back up. So it's like I love a good Phoenix story as much as anyone. So starting two weeks from today and then three weeks from today, 
two straight weeks out on the ice. I'll be out looking for a good thermos here later on today down at uh, down at uh, down at Fleet Farm, I suspect. Anyway, hope to see you there for both of those. If you're on the phone, stick around. We'll get to you right after the break. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM twelve eighty, The Patriot. Are you sitting in traffic going to or from a job you don't like? Or maybe love your job but don't make enough money to pay the bills. Learn to make a second income trading just like Wall Street at Online Trading Academy. We'll teach you to confidently grow and protect your money so you live life the way you want to and never run out of money in retirement. Register for our free trading and investing class on your cell phone at pound 250. Just say the keyword OTA or register at learnwithota.com. Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you barely getting by, making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out. Credit card companies would rather you didn't know that there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. There are debt relief programs that help people like you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $500 million of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people, they're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a large portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-694-7394. 800-694-7394. That's 800-694-7394. The Army National Guard is committed to keeping the country safe and our community secure. Composed of hundreds of thousands of citizen soldiers from all walks of life, the Guard is always ready to respond to local or national emergencies. We protect the homeland. We're always there when called upon. And in every state and territory, we stand guard for our communities. To learn more, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. If your tooth fell out, would you replace it? Most people would. So how is your hair any different? If you're tired of losing hair, simply replace it by going to INeedMoreHair.com. Let this be a year to make a new hair's resolution. Hi, I'm Mike Greenley, familiar voice with Minnesota hockey fans. If you have hair loss and want more hair, go to INeedMoreHair.com. Meet the hair transplant specialists that have given patients from around the world, including some of the most prominent celebrities, a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. Here's the best part. Their technique is so advanced, the results are guaranteed in writing, and their prices are the best in the business. Prices as low as $3 per graft. Their office is conveniently located in Egan near 35E and Diffley Road. INeedMoreHair.com will allow you to see a more confident reflection of yourself. That's INeedMoreHair.com. The consultations are free, and the results are amazing. Check out INeedMoreHair.com for complete details. That's INeedMoreHair.com. Experience you can trust. Prices you can afford. AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-4488. The number to call should you care to join me. By the way, don't forget you can also reach us on Twitter at hashtag NARN. Brett Carlson... The Closer Edition, heard tomorrow from 2 to 3. He'll be talking about, uh, I forget what he's talking about. He always has a different show than I do. Make sure you tune him in. King Banyan every Saturday morning at uh, 9 to 11 on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. Let's go to the phones in Shoreview. Bob, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hi, Mitch. Uh, Two points briefly. Um, You know, it's not just Marxist socialist people that come into this country, but it's Muslims that want to bring Sharia law and not assimilate to America. I mean, not all Muslims, of course, but some of them uh, want to enforce Sharia law. And the second point was uh, those people, those Democrats that were outraged at Donald Trump's language, his New York slang. Right. uh, Let's remember um, Joe Biden. Um, (laughs) Yes. 
Let's put it this way. You wouldn't want him reading the book Fuzzy Ducks Fun Day Plucking Flowers to your kindergarten. Oh, man, that you pulled that one off. Uh, that, that took some doing. Thanks for, uh, thanks for your call on that one. <laughs> yeah, a lot of radio people couldn't have pulled that one off. And, uh, boy, I was not about to give you a second chance at it if you catch my drift, Bob. But, no, seriously, well done. <sighs> oh, that'll get my that'll be up to my target heart rate. That, that, that call was good cardio. <laughs> yeah, I'm sweating right now. <laughs> That's right. But he was ready by that dump switch. That's yeah, okay. It all worked. All's well. It ends well. That which doesn't kill you uh, makes you stronger, except with the FCC. Anyway, that was close, but it was good. Thanks for your call, Bob. Seriously, in all seriousness. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. And by the way, the, the media did, to be fair, cover Don, uh, Joe Biden's remark where he said, Something was it's during the debate about health care. He on on Mike said something was a big <clears throat> doggone deal. Of course, he didn't use doggone. It was another term beginning with F that we can't say. So, you know what I'm saying? And that was that was it got got media coverage. On the other hand, some of these. Yeah, I mean, most of the world's countries are let's say, outhouses to some extent or another, either for the people, uh, in the case of places like Haiti, uh, Sierra Leone, uh, Belarus, quite frankly, uh, Greece, frankly. I mean, uh, the, the the panhandler of Europe, I mean, it's a it, beautiful place, lots of history, kind of an outhouse when it comes to its political culture. I mean, just this assumption that the world's going to continually bail out their uh, overweight, <laughs> flabby social programs. Uh, so you get what I'm saying here. People, I, whether Donald Trump said it or not, or whatever he meant or not, fact is there's a case to be made that we should be giving preference to people who are sympathetic and amenable to American liberal society. And Bob mentioned Muslims who want to come here and impose Sharia. And yeah, that's something we got to watch out for. There's, Muslims can make good Americans. Uh, many of them do. I, I, I know a fair number of them. Uh, Ayan Hirsi Ali, who's not an American citizen, but certainly would be an excellent one. It's a great example. Uh, but on the other hand, and, and it's not just Islam either. That's the thing. You have a, a vast swath of, I should say, a significant number of people who've come here from Latin America who are sympathetic to the idea of la raza, who are, who are primarily driven by Latino identity, you you have a significant number, not significant as in a major political force, but a fair number of Latinos who have come to the Southwest who believe that it's time to return the Southwest to Mexican rule. And, or you have people who favor, favor uh, the society called Azatlan, which is basically a, a re- rejection of European rule and a return to Central American rule over Central America and the southwestern United States, uh, up through California and Colorado. I'd be amenable to giving them Southern California back, uh, perhaps, perhaps given parts of Denver as well. But again, this is not a democratic movement. It's not a socially liberal movement, in the classical sense of the term. It's it's just it, it's just another return to another morally, politically outhouse based approach to governing society. And we can do better. And for all the United States' faults, and we have many, we are the first, we're still the first and foremost country in the world when it comes to trying to make government about being by, for, and of the people and and being a government that governs by consent of the governed. And, and, and as bad as we are at that issue, especially for this last 80 years, we're still better than the vast majority of the world at it. And we need people who want to push us in the right direction rather than the wrong direction. And by the way, when we refer to outhouse countries, you don't even have to be an immigrant to be one of those. I mean, we have an awful lot of people coming from Chicago, from Baltimore, from Newark, from Camden, from Detroit, from Flint, from from St. Louis, from from, uh, Los Angeles, from Stockton, from Oakland, from Sacramento who uh, have who who are from places that in many cases aren't a whole lot better off than Haiti or Sierra Leone uh 
of all races, by the way, it's not a racial thing at all. I mean, I mean, Rahm Emanuel is as white as it gets, and he's as big of a tin pot uh, banana republic dictator as as anyone from uh, <laughs> anyone from 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 Central America or Sub-Saharan Africa. Uh, likewise, uh, the mayors of any of the cities I just listed off, they might as well be from Central American uh, autocracies. They maintain the veneer of democracy, of course. There are elections, but it's complete one-party power, and it shows. And it's why cities like Camden, like Newark, like like uh, New like New Haven, uh, the list of cities that is falling apart under one-party Democrat rule is long and depressing. <laughs> you don't know how good the Twin Cities have it, but on the other hand, it's not like the Twin Cities are heading in the right direction. Anyway... 651-289-4488. I just went an almost 45 minutes longer talking about the Trump subject than I had intended to uh, because it's important, I think. Uh, not that I necessarily like Donald Trump, certainly don't like his approach to the issue. On the other hand, as an American, as opposed to a Trump fan, which I'm not necessarily, we do need to emphasize in our immigrants the need to agree with what makes America great rather than agree to accept America being dragged down into just another outhouse of a country. Anyway, the big subject I want to talk about the whole hour, and I've gone through 40 minutes of this hour already, is the idea that, that there's this battle for the culture, that we are fighting against the sort of people who think that anyone has a right to come to the United States if they just want to get here, no matter what political philosophy they bring to this country. doesn't matter if they're a monarchist or someone who, who wants to institute a dictatorship, uh, amenable to them, of course, that, uh, that, that wants to come here as long as they come here and bring their Democrat vote. Uh, and, and this is a, we got a good chunk of our culture right now, uh, major city governments, the education system, the, 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 the post-secondary education university system is run by people who are like this. And now you're seeing more and more examples of businesses, believe it or not, being run with a similar point of view. We saw this as, uh, over the course of this past year. Uh, Google's collective, <laughs> wrong choice of words perhaps, corporate culture of urban progressive privilege uh, and virtue signaling uh, and intolerance uh, fell with its full weight onto a Google engineer named James Damore uh, for basically committing a thought crime, uh, basically saying uh, that Google, believe it or not, had a relentless uh, PC-based virtue signaling uh, corporate culture uh, that, uh, that, that focused on blaming people based on their identity for the failures or the, the, the lack of number, or the lack of diversity at, uh, at Google. And, of course, for speaking truth to corporate power, he was summarily fired. This past week, Damore uh, and his legal team filed their lawsuit. Um, and I'm reading this from National Review here uh, in a piece by, by John French, David French, David French. Uh, Damore has now answered Google with a legal broadside, and it's extraordinary. Most people don't have the time to read this entire 181-page complaint, but those who do will find a comprehensive argument that Google's corporate culture encourages, encourages sanctions and facilitates an extraordinary amount of abuse against conservative white males. I read part of it, and it does look a little bit like the scene in, in 1984 where the members of the party indulge in their 90 seconds of hate. <laughs> uh, onward uh, to French. And he has the receipts. Much of his complaint consists of screenshots of internal Google communications and postings on internal Google message boards that would constitute strong evidence of hostile environment, race, and gender harassment if the races and genders were reversed. For example... Googlers, which is the annoying term they use to refer to themselves uh, using Google's silly corporate language, uh, relentlessly enforces so-called googly culture where employees blacklist conservatives, blocking them from in-house communications, actually boo white male hires, and openly discuss committing acts of violence against political opponents. The punch-a-Nazi debate is alive and well at Google, and the definition of a Nazi 
is extraordinarily broad. Gosh, does it sound like an anti-fa rally in St. Paul? It's like they started their own company or something. Uh, an employee proposes a moratorium on hiring white cis-hetero-enabled men who aren't abuse survivors. Hmm. I see an opportunity for creating an employment agency. <laughs> and another, an employee advertises a workshop on hmm, healing from toxic whiteness. Another post mocks, quote, white fragility. The examples go on and on and on for page after page after page. Damore also alleges, and again, provides screenshots of emails and other communications to support his claims that managers actively attacked conservative employees, encouraged punitive actions against dissenters, and even awarded peer bonuses for speech attacking conservatives. Politics is downstream of culture, ladies and gentlemen. Andrew Breitbart said it. And we're seeing it acted out in our society. And as Senator Osmek said, yeah, it's time for us to start punching back, figuratively speaking. And yet it's just as important as if it's a real fight for your life. More when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. I was skeptical when I heard that your family bank could help me pay off my mortgage and get out of debt in under 10 years with my current income. Hi, my name is John. I'm a Patriot listener and a financial executive here in town. As such, I understand numbers. Using your family bank, my family will go from a $292,000 mortgage with 22 years remaining and $40,000 of additional debt to being totally out of debt, including the mortgage, in 9.8 years. We'll save $103,000. If you don't have a program which will get your family totally out of debt, including your mortgage, in less than 10 years just by redirecting your current cash flow, you need to talk with Daniel of Your Family Bank, who's right here in the Twin Cities. Thanks, John. This is Daniel Altwick of Your Family Bank. My friend, there's no risk nor obligation to find out for yourself. Go to daniel.yourfamilybank.org, click on the Request tab in the upper right-hand corner, and leave your contact information. daniel.yourfamilybank.org. That's daniel.yourfamilybank.org. Relief Factor is made from high-quality fish oil and essential nutrients. Gives your body the help it needs to aid fighting recurring aches and pains. When life's aches and pains get you down, you need relief. Physicians made Relief Factor as an essential way to support the body's fight against aches and pains. It's a remarkable product. It has worked. I only endorse it because it helped my wife with her knee pain. I didn't even know she was taking it. Then when it was mentioned, she said, oh yeah, this stuff is is like magic. Look, there are people who've told me they've postponed or delayed or simply negated surgery because of Relief Factor. That's how powerful it is. Go to www.relieffactor.com, that's relieffactor.com, or call 800-500-8384, that's 800-500-8384. This remarkable product is called Relief Factor, relieffactor.com. If you want to be like most people, you could trust someone else to protect your money, investments, and retirement. If you like those large firms that manage thousands of accounts and can't remember your name unless you answer a password question, then this is not for you. At Tradeway, we help you get involved in your investments. Our team will get to know you on a personal level to understand your goals. Then we'll help you learn how to make your own investment decisions and reach those goals. Even if you have no clue where to start, we'll walk you through it. You're not like most people, so Tradeway won't act like most firms. Understanding your investments may seem like a big goal, but small steps can get you there. To learn more, call 877-907-TRADE or go to Tradeway.com. Tradeway, big goals, small steps. Coming to the Sheraton Bloomington, January 26th and 27th. Only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-8723. Or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network six five one two eight nine four four eight eight the number to call. Join us, won't you, please? Although you have to hurry, we're down to eight minutes left of the broadcast here. Hey, don't blame me. I try. I've been trying all hour. Uh, music from the 80s, which this is, by the way. 
takes me back in my mind to, to the 1980s when the Cold War was at its closest to being hot that, that I can recall in my life. Certainly, I mean, I was born, my mom was pregnant with me during the Cuban Missile Crisis, and that's as close as the world ever came to, to, to nuclear war. But uh, and there were some close calls, including one one day in 1979, which I learned after the fact was when I was on the air, which would have been a bummer. Uh, this is the the incident from which the movie War Games, for those of you who remember back to the 1980s, was uh, spawned. A, a NORAD training tape got leaked out onto the main radar screens, and for a moment there, for a few minutes, it appeared as if mm, the Soviets had launched a huge nuclear attack, and it was inbound, and there were 10 minutes to go. And, and by the way, it was not going especially well. Uh, the, the, the response in Washington was not particularly uh, on point. So... It just keeps getting worse and worse. Anyway, uh, I've talked about this many times on the broadcast here. One of the great blessings of being alive at this time in history is that the Cold War ended. The world stepped back from nuclear alert. The, uh, the, the uh, We have an entire generation of kids, including mine, who grew up not thinking about the idea that there's nuclear weapons out there all the time. And it's with great disappointment that I have confronted the idea that that's that's gone by the wayside. Uh, and we got a reminder of this a few hours ago, actually, in uh, in Hawaii around noon, uh, our time uh, in, in Hawaii, an emergency alert uh, on the emergency activation system went out uh, on cell phones and uh, smartphones, among other things, throughout the island of Hawaii, uh, saying, <clears throat> and I quote. Emergency alert, uh, ballistic missile threat inbound to Hawaii. Seek immediate shelter. This is not a drill. Now, I don't know about you. This is 8.07 local time in Hawaii. Of course, it's been in the news. Kim Jong-un has is, is developed missiles that supposedly can reach Hawaii. Now, whether they can hit a, something as small as an island, we don't know yet. And when you get a message like that on your phone, I'm sure that uh, warning about the technical specifications of NORC missiles it's probably the last thing on your mind, uh, but a certain amount of panic did ensue. Uh, news reports are trickling in that, that people were not amused. It was it was apparently a mistake. Someone clicked the wrong button and sent the emergency alert out. They were they were having an emergency drill. The Hawaii Department of Emergency Management was apparently having a disaster drill, uh, trying to get ready for the idea that that Kim Jong Un could try and launch a missile at at, at the islands, and. Uh, Somebody zigged when the message should have zagged, and it went out public. And a certain amount of, of of consternation ensued. I don't know if I'd call it panic in the streets, although there's some video coming out of people reacting um, understandably uh, anxious about the prospect of getting nuked uh, in Hawaii. And, of course, heads are going to roll at the Department of, of Emergency Management in Hawaii. But just the idea that this is plausible again after 25 years of of not having it in our lives is just so profoundly depressing i don't even know where to start uh more on that as we continue here uh, we've been we've been ta- uh, and by the way the issue's done it's, it's the it took although it did take the state of hawaii a good half an hour to get out the message an hour half hour to an hour to get out the message that it was a mistake that uh, there was no nuke inbound over Hawaii. Um, it, it took the state of Hawaii longer than it would have taken the missile to get there, uh, to get out the all clear and and the apology and the retraction. So anyway, uh, we're talking in the last segment about uh, about the culture at Google, which James DeMond has just launched a lawsuit uh, to, to, to try and assail. And I, I'm hoping that James DeMond wins an obscenely large settlement and that corporate America, especially the parts of corporate America in liberal strongholds like uh, Silicon Valley, get a very, very bloody slap on the wrist from this uh, because it's becoming part of, of, a, of a, one of the most noxious parts of our culture, and that is the idea that, that, that if enough liberals gang up they can shut you down. And we talked about this last week with the CD4 Republicans getting uh, canceled out of an engagement at Boca Chica in St. Paul, for which no explanation has been forthcoming from the restaurant yet. Uh, but if you believe the story, 
It's a matter of a uh, group of neighborhood DFLers or DFLers that may or may not have been from the neighborhood basically calling up and telling the restaurant, hey, nice restaurants you got here. Be ashamed if it was to break because of all these Republicans in the house. Catch my drift, capiche? And of course, that 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 was a small, that was a, a, a teapot tempest as opposed to Google and its cultural systematic bullying of conservatives into silence. And another uh, piece that came out from Andrew Sullivan earlier today uh, about the downside of the Me Too campaign, the the campaign against sexual harassment, which eh, Andrew Sullivan is a is a was once considered a conservative. He's I've called him my blog father since 2002 because that's what he was. I started reading writing my blog after I read Andrew Sullivan, and uh, of course he's departed the conservative reservation quite some time ago. Although he has his moments still, and this article is one of them. He he writes about a a list of men in media who are sexual harassers that has been circulated among people in the media. And it's just basically a collection of rumors gathered by a reporter who swears up and down she didn't intend it for it to go public. It's supposed to be a safe place for women to talk about people in media who are harassing them. Uh, apparently because she hasn't heard of this thing called the Internet and this idea that it's impossible to keep a secret from anyone these days. And, and has basically taken what was a systematic vehicle for uh, vehicle for systematically libeling and slandering men, uh, finding them guilty without uh, reasonable, uh, w- without due process of law of, of, ver- of a variety of different levels of the crime of sexual harassment from violent sexual assault all the way down to having a bad date. With it, with the aim in in the hands of some of the people who've gotten a hold of this list of taking all these men and running them out of public life, running them out of their jobs, running them out of respectable society. That's the biggest problem facing our culture these days. Whether you're a Republican in CD4, a, a man in the media, or someone working at Google, is mobs of progressives trying to destroy you. Oh, we'll be back on that next week. Go nowhere. Thanks for tuning in. God bless you all. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the big After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text RIP11 to 42424 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text RIP11 to 42424. That's R-I-P-1-1 to 42424. Where you sold an annuity, you deserve a clear, honest, objective review of exactly what it is, and more importantly, what it isn't. Go to annuitydiscovery.com, and for a limited time, you can request an unbiased review of any annuity absolutely free. It's a $500 value, but for a limited time, this community service is complimentary. Request yours today at annuitydiscovery.com. It's imperative you know the truth. Since you won't get the real story from the sales agent or the insurance company, let Annuity Discovery be your advocate. Visit annuitydiscovery.com. What's in your annuity? The world of business and finance is constantly changing. How are you keeping up with all the information? Most likely, you're not. Checking websites, writing emails, making phone calls, checking more websites, and still not finding what you need to know. But it has to be out there somewhere. 
Well, it is. Business 1440 is your on-air guide through the fast-paced business landscape. What you want to know, when you want to know it. Up-to-the-minute business and financial news on Business 1440. Stream online at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. What does it mean to be a Christian woman in today's culture? How does your faith in Jesus Christ relate to the world around you? Sometimes to have faith can seem like an overwhelming task in today's busy and sometimes challenging landscape. That's why you need to visit iBelieve.com. iBelieve.com is a site designed for Christian women. iBelieve.com has blogs, videos, and even daily devotionals. Whether you're looking for advice, ideas for your church group, or just an uplifting message, visit iBelieve.com. That's iBelieve.com. This is AM three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.